0: Happy Easter. Well, the salutation or the greeting should be, the Lord is risen. And you should answer, he's risen indeed. Uh, I wanted to say that I enjoyed the choir this morning tremendously. Did you enjoy the choir? Let's give them a hand. Amen. They had five beautiful songs. They touched my heart. I don't know about your hearts, but they touched my heart. And I had tears in my heart for these beautiful songs. They sang them from the bottom of their hearts. Happy Easter! You know, uh, there's one verse that they sang The choir sang this morning, and it says, I am unworthy of the peace in my heart that I cannot fill. You know that the whole world today is longing for peace they cannot fill. Only one person can fill your heart with peace is the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord, the one who rose from the dead and gave us eternal life. Someone said, most men live and die. Christ died and lived. Isn't that true? You know the greeting in the Old and the New Testament. In those places where Jesus was born. The greeting was, peace be with you. And you know, it's still being practiced until today. Peace be with you. And uh, the answer is, and with you too. And they still practice it in those lands there. And Jesus Christ, on the night of resurrection, when he went to visit the disciples, He greeted them with this greeting, peace be with you. This is the message of resurrection, peace be with you. This was the normal everyday greeting that was practiced in those times and it is being practiced today too. But on that Easter night, it was as if they had never heard it before. Oh, how much meaning there was in this salutation coming from the lips of the precious Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He had just been to Calvary where he made peace by the blood of his cross. He said to them before he went away in John 14:7, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. Why did he tell them that, you would ask? Well, he knew what was coming. He knew it was Friday, and Friday, when we know that he went to the cross and died. And there, he knew that they were going to be disturbed, perplexed, fearful, He knew that they were going to be dispersed. And each one will go and hide somewhere. And this is why. He announced to them and told them. Ah, my peace I leave with you. Hang in there. Let not your heart be troubled. But on that resurrection night. Sunday evening. When he went and looked for them. And found them in that room. Fearful, perplexed, looking sad, downcast, and what have you. What did he say to them? Peace be with you. And this is the message of resurrection today. This is the message. That same day, in the afternoon, he looked and he knew there were two disciples. Dean read the story of these two disciples. They were going from Jerusalem home. To Emmaus. And they were so perplexed. As the Bible says they were sad and downcast. And they were discussing, conversing one with another about what happened in Jerusalem. And they had questions unanswered. They could not answer what happened to Jesus. They said, they took him away. The disciples st- stole the body. No one knew. And there were so many stories that morning about the resurrection. And these two were walking. And you tell Jesus rose from the dead that morning. And he rose victorious. But you know, he knew as God, that there were two on the road to Emmaus, that their peace was disturbed. And they were troubled. He took time. He took time and dedicated a certain, a couple of three hours to go down and walk with them and discuss with them what happened in Jerusalem that day. Isn't he a great God? Oh, he said, they have no peace whatsoever I am going to go see them first. Then I will visit the rest of the disciples. He went and walked with them. This is the God of glory, folks, that he gave himself. And he saw two people who were distressed, who were lost in their uh, in their worries. And they seemed like defeated. He said, no, that shouldn't be. I want to go and comfort their hearts. I want to go and uplift them he took time and started walking with them when he approached them he says what's going on and i i like that his attitude there what are you talking about he knows but he wanted to go into to get into the the conversation with them they told him didn't you hear are you a stranger in jerusalem didn't you hear what happened how they took the the the, the messiah jesus christ crucified him and Buried him and they say now they came and stole his body and he's nowhere to be found. And the tomb is empty. Thank God for an empty tomb. Amen. Thank God for an empty tomb. Yes, the tomb is empty. And it will always be empty because it's the tomb of the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of lords. All other tombs are filled with dirt. Except his tomb is empty. Peace. Peace. You know, when he approached these two disciples, what do you think he told them? Hi, like we say hi. Hello, now. Hi, This we created this hi. And I like it, don't get me wrong, you know. <laughs> but I don't think he said hi. I said, peace be with you. Who is he? What are you talking about? You're talking about peace? Don't you know what happened? This is exactly, I believe, what happened. I can imagine. I can imagine. And, well, he said... Well, I need to give them a Bible study. We need to have a good Bible study. I wish I was there. And you know what the Bible says? He started talking to them, beginning from Moses. And anybody who says, Moses did not write the books, the five books in the Bible, Jesus Christ is saying, he began from Moses, right? Let them talk a lot Jesus said okay he began from Moses and all the prophets what a great bible study it's it's a historical bible study he did given he took them to the word of god and guess what he also explained to them things concerning himself and i took a lesson for myself there is no bible study unless it is from the bible and it is around the The person of the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't believe in any other Bible study. Jesus established this, and I'm going to follow it until he comes and takes me to be home with him. And that's all. This is the resurrected Jesus, trying to teach them exactly from the book that we have here. And don't underestimate this Bible. Love it. Study it. Live by it. And it will give you life and life eternal. Jesus did it. And so we follow. And what did he tell them? He reinstated. What he was trying to do is to reinstate peace into the heart of these two disciples. When he finished with them, did they have peace? When that night, it, they, it, you know, the road from Jerusalem to Emmaus, I drove it. I did not uh, walk it. It's about eight miles. It's a good road. Then, in 1958, it was good. And when uh, we drove it, we arrived to Emmaus. Very nice place. Uh, Nice trees. And when they arrived there, their house was, they told us the house was, well, it's it's no more a house. I was there, these two disciples from Emmaus. He pretended that he was going further down. Toward the left. And we looked at it and they said, where are you going? Where are you going? They invited him. How can we part with someone who changed our lives? Someone who touched our hearts? Someone who gave us peace? Someone who reinstated that peace? And let me tell you this this morning. The message of resurrection is a message of peace. And let me ask you this question. Do you enjoy that peace? Have you been trying to find peace? Have you been trying to get some peaceful moment or days or hours into your life? And it seems that it's evading you. You cannot get it. I talk to many people. And they tell me, yeah, well, how we have... We have uh, uh, friends that they fought, he says, we've declared peace. For how long? God knows. But the peace that he gives is eternal. It is not a bartered peace. You give me this, I give you that. No. It's not a truce. No, not at all. It's not a signed agreement between two nations that we will not we will not attack you. You will not attack us. Let me tell you one thing. Did it work? Check the histories. The peace that God gives is peace eternal. He went and bought it for you and for me on the cross of Calvary. He just came back from Calvary. He bought it there. And he made peace with his own body. His blood paid for your sins and mine to give you peace and peace eternal. And this is why when we accept the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior, you say, wow, it's so peaceful. I feel different. Those of you who know Jesus Christ as your Savior know what I'm talking about, know the peace that passes all understanding. Because that peace was bought for you and for me and paid for in full on the cross of Calvary. The message of resurrection is peace. And I offer you this morning the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ if you accept Him as your own Savior. You don't have to buy anything. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to sign a declaration like the nations. It's not a peace that's given to you by a government. It will not last. It's given to you, signed, sealed, and delivered by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Would you take it this morning? When he says, peace be unto you. You know, he went after. After he finished from the disciples, he went and looked to the other disciples. They were in the room. They were in fear. They didn't know what to do. They don't know whether it he he's risen or not. And you know what? With his new body, he came into the room. What did he say? Hi. Peace be unto you. Hi, I like it. But peace be unto you. He said this is the peace. From now on you're not going to be. Threatened by any other. News. It's enough what we have in the world today. You know what we have. Trials. Wars. Plagues. Abductions. Murder. I don't know. How people without Christ. Can live and endure when they hear those news day after day after day after day I thank God I'm saved I thank God Jesus Christ bought me and gave me the peace that passes all understanding and the Bible clearly says in Romans 5 1, therefore having been justified by faith we have Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. There is no peace that you can achieve outside the Lord Jesus Christ. And I offer you the Prince of Peace this afternoon. It's afternoon already. On this resurrection day, this is the message. I came to give you peace. And you know what else he told them? He told the disciples, peace be unto you. And he added something else. As the Father sent me, I also send you. The message of resurrection is a commission. He says, well, you've got the peace. You've got this thing that no one can take away from you. I want you to go and tell the world about it. And that's why we're telling you about it this morning. Oh, yes. Go to the world. And you know what he said? Here it is. I rephrased it for us. You'd like to take this commission? Do you like to take some responsibility on this Easter day? Do you want to do the Lord's will on this Easter day? I'm talking to the Christians here. Those who have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior. The message of resurrection today for you and for me is the following. one, By the authority given Him as a mediator. He gave authority to the disciples and to us to act on his behalf and in his name to go to the world, preach, teach, and baptize with an eternal promise. I will be with you till the end of time. How about that? How about that on this Easter day? First, he gave us peace that passes understanding. And those people here who are sitting in the audience, our guests, We love you so much. Don't leave this place without making your peace with the Lord Jesus Christ. And then, you will take the second half of his greeting. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. Are you ready to go? Are you ready to carry his message? What a privilege to receive such a commission. And to be able to tell the world that Jesus lives. Is there any better news Uh, in the world? You can tell somebody that then that someone is living, not dead. You know, I hope no one of you had the responsibility to go to some family or someone to say, I have have come to you to tell you that so-and-so is dead. The story of the special envoy, the captain who visited the parents of Captain Miller, the prisoner of war who just came back yesterday and landed in Texas, who was recently rescued in Iraq. And I watched this on television, and I will try to bring it to you as vividly as possible. When the a newsman approached the captain who was supposed to relay the news to the parents, How do you feel about your mission today? And uh, this person said, I have been on similar missions many times. And nine out of ten, the mission was to bring sad news to the families. And I tell you, you drag your feet. You postpone it. You prepare yourself. You cry within. But you have to have to reach that door and knock on the door. And when they open the door, they say, oh, here they come. Your son died in the battlefield. This is the saddest thing you can ever do. And he says, Sir, but how do you feel this morning? (sighs) You know what he said? This is a good news day, sir. He answered, I felt like a million dollars when I was assigned the duty to knock on the door of uh, Captain Miller's uh, and when they asked me, I said, yes, I will go. He said, when the father opened the door and saw me, I said, without hesitation, I have good news. I am here to tell you that your son is alive. And folks, we have a better news than this. We can knock on any door and tell everyone that Jesus Christ is alive. It's not bad news that we have. Do we have bad news? And as we say, if I may borrow that sentence from those cable stations, we have breaking news, folks. Jesus Christ is alive. Why are we hesitating? Let's take the name of Jesus and preach it to the whole world. Didn't he ask us to do so? Oh, yes. Oh, how can we be silent? How can we neglect? How can we be so selfish to keep that wonderful story, wonderful news? Let's tell the whole world that Jesus Christ is alive. He rose from the dead. He brought us peace and he brought us a good life. Ah, don't you have a good story to tell? This special envoy had the greatest story. He said I said, I don't have this privilege. I might not see it in ten years. I want to go and knock on this door. Yes, your son is alive. And he's coming home. And let me tell you one thing. Jesus Christ is alive. And he's looking for you. And he's calling you to come home. Would you take him as your peace giver this morning? This is the message of Easter. The peace that passes all understanding that he came to give you and give me. And he bought it on the cross of Calvary. And secondly, given you a little assignment to tell, go tell the world the good news. You can go and smile. I said, sir, I have breaking news for you. Jesus loves you. He died for you and he's living to give you eternal life. Would you take him? Isn't that good? Let's go out and do that. Happy Easter to each and every one. Let's buy our heads for prayers. I know you have programs, you have family gatherings, you have places to go and you're looking forward to leave and it's almost 12:30. And I won't keep you more than 1 minute. But make 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 your day. A good day today. A good news day. Go home and tell your mom. Go home and tell your wife. Go home and tell your friends. You know, I found Jesus Christ today at church. If you've been living away from Christ. If you've been looking for peace. If you've been looking for a savior. If you've been looking for settlement. To settle down. And some balance in your life. I have news for you. Jesus Christ can give you all this plus eternal life. Would you like to take him as Savior? And if you want me before you leave here to pray for you, say, Adol, I'd like you to pray for me while every, every head is bowed, every eye is closed. Lift up your hand and say, Yes, Adol, I'd like this prayer. I'd like to have peace. I'd like Jesus Christ to come into my heart. Lift up your hand. Amen. Amen. Is there any other person? Yes. May God bless you. Yes. May God bless you. Is there any other one? Yes. Amen. Amen. Well, let me tell you one thing. This is, this is serious. What you're asking is for the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your heart. Give you that peace that passes understanding. And after that, go out and tell the world the good news that Jesus lives. And you're living because he lives. Is there any other person before we end this meeting with a prayer? Last call. Jesus loves you. He wants to give you everlasting peace. Any more? Our Lord, we thank you for the cross of Calvary. There you bought our peace. You paid for our sins. You went to the grave and rose victorious to live forevermore. We are thankful that we serve a living Savior. As we heard today. And we you saw the hands that were lifted up for you. May their hearts be lifted up. May their lives be changed this morning. And you will give them the peace that passes all understanding in Jesus Christ our Lord. We pray this morning, rather this afternoon, that you be with each and every one. Let us not forget why we're here to spread the good news. And to tell the world what a great God we have. Be with each and every family. Give us a wonderful Easter. Be with those who have to travel. Protect them from the dangers of the road. And those who couldn't make it today to be with us. We pray that you be with them. Comfort their hearts. And bring them back to us safely. We thank you and give your name. All glory, power, and praise forever and ever. Amen. The meeting is over. Those who lifted up their hands, I would like to see them This after the meeting. Talk to them a little bit for five minutes and encourage them. And afterwards, I'll let them go. I'll be waiting here while you go and those who who, uh, lifted up their hands, have them come over and sit on the front bench here and I'll be talking to them later on. May God be with you and bless you and have a happy Easter.